you would cross that street and you'd just see on one side poverty and on one side a leafy suburb. And I think with that kind of background, it was really hard to feel comfortable with the world the way it was. I'm Zachary Brown. Um, I learned about giving what we can through university. I went to school where a few other friends of mine had also like talked about giving what we can. One of them once dashed away from a talk we were supposed to be attending to, because she had heard Peter Singer was in the city. Um, and Peter Singer was a big inspiration to her and also I understand to giving what we can and the philosophical foundations behind it. Um, so that sort of let me know that there was some excitement around this idea that you could give 10% of your income to the most effective charities. And I looked online, I read about it, and it seemed like the kind of thing that I would want to do. I was motivated to give 10% of my income in part because of my Jewish background. It's traditional in Judaism, um, like especially in biblical times, to give 10% actually is the same number um, to charitable causes or the common good. And so that particular number resonated with my background in Judaism and with like a Jewish commitment to using your resources to help others. I also grew up in sort of a unique circumstance. I was uh, went to a public school maybe six blocks from Austin Boulevard, which is the western edge of the city of Chicago. And on one side of Austin Boulevard is one of the poorest neighborhoods in the city. Um, it's been sort of systematically stripped of its resources, largely due to racist policy, white flight. On the side of Austin Boulevard, and out which I lived, it was relatively wealthy, um, really good schools, and you would cross that street and you'd just see on one side poverty, and on one side a leafy suburb. And I think with that kind of background, it was really hard to feel comfortable with the world the way it was, and the amount of suffering in the world and the privilege that I had on my side of Austin Boulevard. Um, so from a young age, I think I had a desire to try to change that landscape of suffering that I saw around me and to use the resources and the privileges that I'd been given living where I did, um, not just on my side of Austin Boulevard, but also in a wealthy developed country like the United States to help people who are worse off and um, I've slowly come to realize that that means also helping people in the future who I could, um, I could help to live better lives or animals as well. The great thing about Giving What We Can is the community that it, it gives around giving. And so by joining, by taking this pledge, by joining this community, effective giving isn't just like a trivial part of my day or something I do once a year, but it's become more ingrained in my identity. I think part of that is because Giving what we can is the lifetime pledge, right? So I've decided not that this is something I do once, but this is how I do things going forward and throughout my life as a whole. Um, so in a subtle but sort of powerful way, I think it's shaped how I view myself as a person. I'm the kind of person, I hope, that cares enough about others to give. Um, and hopefully one day, maybe even more than 10%. But it's, it's a process, right? And you need to start, I think, with like a small pledge that is doable for you, that you are confident you can maintain. And in building up that sort of track record, you can, you start to see one, how valuable it is to be giving and to be the kind of person that gives. And um, I think that's motivating to like increase your commitment going forward. I studied philosophy at school and I was always motivated by like utilitarian reasoning, this idea that we should give impartially. Um, 
to any creature worthy of moral regard. Um, so for me that means not just people but also animals. That means not just people close to me, but people wherever they may live, both in time and in space. Um, I guess time is like the more odd one. It's sort of unusual to think that people many generations from now, um, that there's some way that I'm obligated to help them. But I think there is and I think there are things that we can do. So I've used the EA funds, like effective altruism funds, um, which are organized by sort of four cause areas that uh, researchers have realized are like particularly valuable causes to give in just because they're areas where we can help very many people. So I donate to those primarily towards the long-termist fund which is aimed at future generations just because I'm aware of how many future generations there could potentially be, how many future people there could potentially be um, and I do think there are things that we can do right now to make sure that the long-term trajectory of humanity goes well and it's something that a lot of people aren't donating towards. So it's a chance to be really effective because it's a neglected issue. Uh, my advice for somebody considering taking the pledge would be start small, like you can do it. Um, and don't be afraid that right now, because you can't make some amazing commitment to give all of your money away, throw out all your possessions and like live some sainthood life that you shouldn't start now with something that you can do. because. Um, there are things you can give, give what you can, um, and as you do start that process, as you find that community, I think it, you realize that it can become easier. Um, so you just start, that's my, my advice.